Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Carrick. I teach busy mums who are trying to juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it fun and easy. You're invited to sign up to my free New Me workshop. Change your mindset to healthy living in five days. Get to the bottom of those I can't do it thoughts and transform them into wow, it's so easy and fun. You can sign up at drorlina.com slash new me. That's doctor, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new line in the middle, me. Good morning or afternoon, wonderful people. I hope you are feeling amazing. Spring is in the air. I totally, totally love spring here in Spain. It's a time when the wheat goes really, really green and it reminds me of my old home, Devon, in the southwest of England. And by the time we get to summer, in a few months' time, everything would have gone brown and dusty. So this time is a time of luscious greenness. And I, at the moment, am making particular efforts to pay attention to the wonderful things in life, those small things in life. So right now, I can hear some little birds chirping outside, and it's wonderful. And I am busy retraining my brain. I am busy just taking a moment to really admire these things, just the small things. So this morning, I decided that I was going to just stand outside in my, just after I'd got dressed, and look at the view. Now, our view is, well, it's amazing compared to the view that we had in our old house, which was of a derelict house that, or half-finished house. So now I look at my view, which is a green field and a little hut that I can see in the distance and the blue sky. And I think, wow, 
That is amazing. Now, if you don't have a blue sky, you can still find something amazing to appreciate in the everyday life. So I hope you will join me in finding something to appreciate. Now, today, I want to talk to you a little bit about my journey and where my journey has led me and the amazing things that I can now do after my my journey of self-discovery, which I think is a journey that I'm now on forever and totally loving it. And I want to show you how I started my journey. And I want to inspire you to start your own journey, whatever your journey is. So my journey for me was not specifically about weight loss and it was not specifically about being healthy either. Although I actually realised that being more healthy and eating more healthily have been a result of that. So my journey really started a few years ago and I had four young children and I was living in Spain and I had hoped to carry on being a doctor. And I thought because we're in the European Union, it would be super, super easy for me to work as a doctor. And that was not the case. And so I found myself in a strange country. I could speak the languages, but I didn't really have the connection Um, that I would have had in a different place in the UK. And in actual fact, I found even when I was living in Wales, um, I didn't have as many connections with other people as I really hoped for. And I think that's difficult. I'm reading a book called Resilient, and I'll have to look up the author's name. And he says that we need security, connection, and what was the third thing he said? purpose, a sense of purpose. And that was what was missing in my life at that time. So I had this identity of a doctor and this huge, great inner frustration that I wasn't doing anything purposeful. Yes, I was striving to be a good mother and bring up my children, but I really didn't have this sense of purpose. And I remember feeling so frustrated at times when I spent my day thinking, what am I going to feed my kids for dinner? That was the big thing to sort out in my day. I thought I did not go to medical school for five years and have so many skills to be able to do this. And so I was really super frustrated that I wasn't working as a doctor and doing what I wanted to do. I wasn't, I didn't have that sense of identity and I wasn't fulfilling any purpose. And at the time I was trying to do online things and I was helping other people, but I was definitely not creating a business, not in the sense of any meaningful sense that was ever going to pay anything more than a cup of coffee for me. So super, super frustrated. And from this place, I was constantly looking at my parenting and how to parent, as all parents do, I think. Well, not all parents, many parents. And thinking, how can I do this better? And my children are shouting and screaming. How can I solve this problem? And I had this idea that I wanted a really loving, connected family where we all got on really, really well. And this was the goal that I was striving to. And I just couldn't get there. And it really came to a head when my husband was unwell and he had problems with his stomach. He it turned out he had reflux, but I could see him getting really stressed. And what happened when he got really stressed was I would in turn get more stress And it kind of escalated. It's a bit like when one person starts shouting, suddenly there are six people shouting. And that's definitely what I found, that my children would trigger each other and they would trigger me. And the one thing holding it all together was me. And basically, I found that if I was in a really good mood, 
I could hold my family together. And if I wasn't in a good mood, everything just fell to pieces. And this was not what I wanted to be. And I just kind of felt I don't have the strength to do this. I can't have everything depending on me. So I did an online course, um, a parenting course, and it was a very good parenting course. But actually what it did was teach me to start looking at my own emotions. And it was really about me and how I turned up to my parenting. And, you know, I thought I was a pretty good parent. I was a pretty good parent, but there was always room for improvement. And this started me on this journey of self-discovery. And when I look back now, and I was writing out all the things that have changed in my life since this, I have made such a long list. So let me tell you the list of all the amazing things that have changed. And I'll then tell you the first few steps that I took to change. And I think everyone's journey is different, but I think there are just some slight shifts that we can make in the way that we think that start us on this journey. So here is the long, long list of things that I make. I like myself more. I even love myself more. And I think this is something that I'm constantly working on with my clients and that I think most people need to work on because we are always mean to ourselves. But what I really disliked about myself was that I found myself getting stressed and shouting at my kids and more frequently than I wanted to. And it was just this repeated pattern. I wasn't turning up in the way that I wanted to parent my kids. Now, I am not saying I'm a parent, a perfect parent, and I often do get frustrated with my children. But I am now in such a place where I feel that I don't do that as much. And I have definitely changed that attitude. So I like myself more. I love myself and I care for myself more. I actually have more energy because I've learned to care for myself. And I now feel more fulfilled because I am, all of this got me to a place where I did start actually building up a business and thinking I can actually help other people because I had more sense of self-worth. I feel fitter. I'm doing more exercise. It's really strange. I'm now 44 and think I am fitter than I have ever been before. I do more exercise than I have ever done before. And I love it. I swim twice a week and during the summer, more times in the sea. I absolutely love it. Now, when I was younger, I wasn't unfit per se, but there's that sort of fitness of youth, if you know what I mean, which isn't really muscle strength. It's just that your muscles are young. And when I was younger, I wasn't really doing very much exercise at all. I wouldn't really ever call myself fit. But now I do feel fit. I do feel fit and fabulous. I have built up better relationships with my family, with all of my children. And I am constantly, constantly working on those relationships I am less stressed and I have less anxiety and more happiness and more enjoyment of everyday life, like those birds tweeting. I appreciate what I have and I realise by looking with different eyes that I have everything that I want and I am amazingly lucky. I have more purpose and I'm more fulfilled. I'm healthier. I eat more healthily. I have a sense of self and identity I'm more connected. I'm less overwhelmed and less in that helplessness. Oh my goodness, I don't know what to do. And I notice this so often and it would often spiral out of control. So if I had this underlying feeling of helplessness, things aren't going right. And what would happen for me, it would normally be triggered by some technological problem. And I would think, oh, I'm just going to do this thing really, really quickly. And then it didn't work. It didn't happen. And it would 
basically lead into this, I can't do any of this thought pattern. And my entire morning would get spiraled out of control and, and just abandoned. I wouldn't get anything productive. And worse, if I was feeling, if my husband was around and I was feeling this, oh my goodness, overwhelming sense of I can't do it um, and it's just too difficult for me, I would go and disturb my husband and destroy his morning. Like, how, how ridiculous is that? If I can't do something, instead of just going, okay, let's do this at a later date or take a step backwards, I would just spiral into this negativity and go, that's it. I'm going to destroy two people's productive mornings. I have more inner confidence. And when I say inner confidence, I have always been an outwardly confident person. And I think this is something that some people don't really understand that there's a difference between inner confidence and outer confidence. And people who are outwardly confident don't necessarily have in inner confidence, which means, for example, I can go and chat to people and do all these things, talk to people, put myself in that position. But that doesn't mean that I have that inner confidence. It means that I'm doing it anyhow. And building up that inner confidence helps you go and do all those other things. But also it just gives you that sense of, I can do it. I can actually do it. I am more organized. I've written that on my list. Okay, I'm working on it. I'm working on becoming more organized. I am able to manage my thoughts and emotions. And I think this is a really, really big one. And in the first podcast I did, or was it the second, when we talked about letting go of anger, and we talk about this model of how our thoughts leads to our emotions, which lead to our actions, which then circle back and lead to our thoughts. And we can manage our thoughts, but also emotions happen. And sometimes we are just in an emotion. And I think it's just useful to sometimes sit and examine that and go, okay, so why am I feeling this? What is going on here? And sometimes we never get to the bottom of it, but that's okay because the emotion hasn't blown us totally off kilter. And sometimes we do get to the bottom of it and go, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. This is something that I can change or I need to think differently about this. I now also think that there is nothing I can't handle. All these negative emotions that come to me. I know that I can deal with negative emotions. We spend so long, so much of our life running away from negative emotions. So, for example, take the relatively mundane example of my computer, when that negative emotion comes up, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling an negative emotion. And I can deal with that negative emotion rather than ruining my day and my husband's day. I also feel a sense of abundance. And I think this is something that is really difficult to sort of pinpoint. And I think it's really about changing the way we look at things. So One of the things that we really like to do is go to the woods and collect either firewood or asparagus if if it's in asparagus season, so in the spring, like right now when I'm recording this. And asparagus, wild asparagus grows and it looks like a little stalk and it has that sort of asparagus pointy thing. And when you first walk into a wood, you can't see it at all. And it might be that there isn't any there. It depends obviously on the time of year. It's only there at a certain period of time. But it will come in crops depending on how much rain there is and how the sun falls on that particular wood. So you can walk in and go, oh, in the first five minutes, no, I don't think there's anything here. And you just stay with it for a minute and keep looking and keep looking. And then suddenly your eye tunes in to being able to see these asparagus. 
And I just love, I think it's the hunter-gatherer in me. I love going around collecting these and just thinking, wow, it is amazing. There is so much. This wood is just giving me everything. And I think that idea of seeing that there are amazing things out there, that the world is an abundant place and we just need to go and pick up that asparagus and it's there for the picking if you can see it. I'm also able to make amazing plants. Now I've always been quite good at making amazing plants. When I said I'm moving to Spain everyone was a bit like well so what are your plants? And I'm like well I'm just moving to Spain. I'll I'll tell you when we found a house and we came on here for a week and we found a house and we moved to Spain and I think in between that time a lot before we come here a lot of people would ask me so how's how are the plans going and I'd be like well there's nothing happening we're just going to do it I don't need to plan anything I just need to actually do it so I have always been very good at making amazing plans but now I can make even more amazing plans and my amazing plan now is to get my house which we haven't quite bought we're going to buy the house and there's lots to do with paperwork here in Spain I have to go to Social Security later on to go and tell them that I have changed my address so I can get this piece of paper to do blah, blah, blah. This is life in Spain. So we need to actually buy the house and then I want to start making amazing plans to renovate it, do it up totally. And whilst we're doing that, my amazing super plan is to go to Sri Lanka for a few months whilst they're doing lots of work and to take the children and it will be an amazing journey of a lifetime. So I am going to make that happen. And specific things that I have done since my start of my journey of self-discovery, my podcast, I've started meditating and I have created a business to help others. So can you see all the amazing things that have come from a result of me thinking, okay, I need to change this situation and I need to start working on myself. I need to start thinking about how I can turn up differently. So where did it all start? And I think it started with me. It started in believing in myself and prioritising myself and going, do you know what? You are worth spending this time, this money, whatever it is. And it is worth me looking at me instead of always constantly thinking about my children or my husband. No, I'm going to turn my energy to me now and being kind to myself and going, okay, you are building a business, but you also have to have time to go and do your exercise and building time for you and do things like that. So one thing I do is quite often go for reflexology, not all the time, but occasionally, and I love it. And it's a total treat and a total mind shift from where I was before, which was, oh my goodness, I can't spend money on something which is so luxurious. I don't deserve it. I could spend that on a family treat or something like that. That was my thinking before. So number one, believing in myself, prioritizing myself and being kind to myself. I think the second thing that I've done is really work hard on retraining my brain to be positive. There's so much amazing information now about how our brains are programmed to be negative and to see the negative in things. So and I think this makes evolutionary sense. For example, back in the day, If you were seeking pleasure, the pleasure might have been to find some food. And if you didn't find some food, you could find it the next day. But the pain was being eaten by some animal. And if that happened, then it was lights out. So really that looking for danger has wired our brains to be super negative. 
But it is totally possible to rewire our brains when we start focusing on the positive. And there's lots of amazing things that you can do. Some of the things that we have touched upon in the podcast. So meditation is an amazing example. And I personally am constantly working on retraining my brain. So those are the two first steps that I think people need to take. This believing in yourself and prioritising yourself, being kind to yourself, combined with retraining your brain to be more positive. So I hope that has given you some inspiration to think, I can do this. I can make this change that I want to. And by all means, if you are struggling with this and you think, yeah, I need some help, then book a chat with me and I'm happy to spend time chatting with you. This is what I do in my day job, as I call it. And I'm more than happy to chat with you. If you book a consultation, there is no obligation to carry on working with me. Of course, you will want to carry on working with me when you realise the possibilities that are there. But the initial consultation is perfectly free and no obligation. Step one, be kind to yourself, believe in yourself. Okay, goodbye. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. If you enjoyed it, I would be really grateful if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for the new me challenge. Dig out those I can't do it thoughts and replace them with, wow, this is easy and fun. You can sign up at drlina.com slash new me. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new dash in the middle me. Have a lovely week and see you next week. Goodbye.